This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Hello and welcome back to the You Up podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. It is so good to be back here with you, Jordana. We're here in the new year. We we didn't really celebrate on the Sunday special, but today is our first official podcast of 2022. How are you feeling? I'm good. I like I like the idea of 2022. It's an exciting time. Ready to go. How do you feel? On, onward and upward. I, you know, I'm not a very big. I, I am a, a resolutions guy. Actually, I like resolutions. Okay, you just changed really quick. Yeah, I. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I, I, I think people hate on resolutions because, you know, social media and people get annoyed that like with all people like to, you know, you see a lot of people screaming and not doing on social right. media. So like, it, it, you no one buys it. But I do believe in like taking stock and trying to be better totally. than I was last year. You know, do you have any resolutions, Jordan? I have the same resolution every single year, and it's always very tough for me. Um, my resolution every year is to I'm very, very I'm a very messy person mm. by nature, very disorganized and very messy. So every year at New Year's, I say I'm gonna be more organized. I'm gonna take better care of my belongings. Love that is my other resolution. Take better, like just be more careful with them, be less careless be more organized. I never really do it, but it's I'm going to try again this year. Try, try again. And that is one of those, th that's a good resolution because it's like, it's simple. It's it's easy on yourself. I think people get yeah. too hard on themselves with their resolutions. Like, it's like, I got to lose 30 pounds and I'm going to be a billionaire. And if it doesn't <laughs> happen in 2022, then it will never happen again. You know? Right. Well, it's hard to measure the mind. They do say the best goals are like measurable and time-based. Mm. And like, I, that's probably why I never actually do it. But, you know, what's your what's your resolution? Um, to be I, I again, like, I, I guess it's like organization stuff is probably big for me right now. Like, I need to figure out my schedule. Um, but I I'd like to, like, make more thoughtful time for myself. I think, like, instead of self care, like, self care, I wow. think, like, you know, I went. When I was, uh, I'm just, we're, we're taping ahead of time, but like I played golf. I, I never played golf. I played golf, but I've never taken a lesson. Like I never knew what I was doing. And I took a couple lessons while I was in Phoenix and then I played by myself. I did 18 holes by myself oh, wow. outside and I really sucked. I was really bad at golf, but I was not, it was nice to be outside, have a coffee, sit, quiet reflect i don't know does this make me sound like i'm a thousand years old no i think that's great <laughs> like are you off your phone maybe too i was on my phone but not as oh, much okay. as i would have been <laughs> right. i it was just nice to be like <sighs> you know like just right. like have that moment to just like like a good five hours of not sitting there you know worried about the next joke i didn't write or the next podcast i have to tape you know I think that's a great resolution for you. I feel like you work a lot and the nature of your work is that you kind of work all day and all night. Um, yeah. Like a single mom. So I am. 
I'm the single mom. So the single, yes, indeed. No, I think that um, I think that's a great resolution. I think that that's how you avoid burnout, right? Yeah, I I I was feeling a little bit burnt out, um, but the holidays are nice, and it's good to just be. It, it was nice to just be outside and just be chilling, and I think I need some more of that. You more know, golf. More golf. <laughs> yeah, well, listen, people, I am actually, speaking of golf, this weekend, I am in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Come to the show. It's going to be, my mom, my parents are always like, we're bringing, my parents are like, we're bringing a bunch of friends. And I'm like, okay, I need the you up listeners to come to the Fort Lauderdale show to like dilute the, yes. the, the friends of my parents. So I need people to come on out. Uh, so I'm in Fort Lauderdale. I'm also in... Cincinnati, West Nyack, New York, Philadelphia, Sacramento, Hartford, San Francisco, Pittsburgh. So jaredfree.com, jaredfree.com. If you want to get those tickets, bring out the group chat. Assemble that crew. I got jokes up the wazoo. Oh, that's a fun thing to say. Assemble that crew. I got Walk jokes the up the wazoo. Now you sound 100. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> wazoo. A- Back in my day, we went up the wazoo. Uh, in order, so- <laughs> my resolution is to play more golf, and I got jokes up the wazoo. That's right. There you go. Fun ones like that one. You know what to expect. Jordana, what's going on in your life? Anything to report? Not too much to report. If we're back, I will have been in Miami the previous week. So I, too, will have worked on my burnout. And I'm excited to just relax and chill and be outside. and Beach or pool? Yeah. Um, depends on the pool, okay. I think. If the pool is, like, really nice and has, like, mm. a great, like, setup and the food that you can order from there is, like, great. I do like the pool. Mm-hmm. But... I prefer it's kind of like a DJ versus band. Like I prefer unless I have a great if you don't, I, which I for weddings I believe if you don't have an amazing band, get a DJ because no oh, one plays okay. the songs as well as the original artist. Yes, but like a a DJ is better than a mediocre band, but a great band is better than a DJ. I love that. That's a good point. It, that you're absolutely right. Because these are the shades of life. These are, people don't yes. like to live in context and nuance but you're absolutely right like a great band you're like wow right holy shit but you gotta pay for a great fucking band like they the great bands know great wedding bands know they're great wedding bands exactly and there's not that many of them so if you're not gonna have that i think go the dj route because there's nothing worse than a band that's like fine (laughs) anyway brutal (laughs) on that note also with the beach or pool like i think great pool better than the beach decent pool beach is better what do you think you're more of a beach guy i feel like from your instagram i'm a beach stories. guy but, I, but i'm a beach guy but i agree with what you're saying mm-hmm. i i think like i i'm, I'm a, i think we're in tune because okay. there are good pools but it's got to be the right setup it's mm-hmm. got to be the right special blend vibe. of yes. vibe cocktails music people beach is a beach right you can't really go wrong on the beach it's guaranteed to be a particular level of solid Yes. <laughs> yes, I agree. You guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims, and with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations, so it's no surprise that it's the best-fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality, but with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form-fitting, and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. It has 
amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down. And you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble. And it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems, and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and every body. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com, now available in sizes extra, extra small to 4X. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know I sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows. What are we talking about today? Today, we are talking about wasting time in dating. It's a little similar to our one from last week, but I feel like it's a different kind of question. So I'm The wasting time. It. Yeah, I, 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 I think it's different to me. You know, wasting yeah. time versus being picky is very different. Like, I, I'm looking I, at the I think same like, issue almost from like the opposite. Let's take a look. Yeah. Go for it. Okay. Hi, J&J. Love the podcast. I'm so excited to see Jared at CB Live in Phoenix on the 18th. Did she see you? She did. She saw me. I'm sure you were great. She's bringing, she it brought her friend. She I have to you, say. She hopes you felt feathered. I, felt, I feel feathered. I have to say Phoenix had great audiences. I was really excited by the dynamic of the people living there. It was really, it was good for comedy, I think. I'm sure it is. I mean, we went to Phoenix, right? On we our did. tour in 2019. That was great. We went and it was great. I'm a little confused why it seems like the vast majority of people, any age group, are so concerned with the concept of not wasting time when dating. I saw TikTok that had questions to ask on a first date to help you not waste time, including asking someone about kids, marriage, are they in therapy, and even what their preferences in the bedroom are. Very TikTok. The therapy thing, I feel like, is very TikTok-y. The therapy thing is gone. I, I, I get the joke. I get what they're doing. It is so crazy to me how widely accepted it is to just like scream therapy at people but it, i i get the <laughs> joke i i it's just like and to me like this idea that because you went to therapy you are a better person than the people who don't like it, it does kind of feel that way that that joke goes that way do you know what i mean right yeah no i could definitely see that it could be like co-opted but it's it's a shame because i do think good therapy is like a hugely valuable tool. I um, totally understand that, yeah. but it, it becomes this like I'm saying they're ruining it for everyone. Yeah, it's like the yeah, mental yeah. health thing, <laughs> right? It's like you better yeah. be in therapy, or you might you're not going to be able to fuck me. And it's like okay, okay, it seems like a lot. <laughs> I can see myself open to answering some of those questions after around date five dates, but but not date one. I think I would tell the person you're a stranger, and I'm not happy about you trying to get my personal <laughs> business so fast. For me, Stranger danger. <laughs> my personal business. For me, it's less about the questions and more about a stranger thinking they have the right to know these things. Also, I think it really takes away from the fun of getting to know someone organically and naturally if you grill them right off the bat. I don't know if this context helps, but I'm a 30 year old female single and my longest relationship was eight years. Still don't feel like it was a waste just because we didn't end up happily ever after. I'm curious what insight you two maybe have for me. P.S. The wedding photos are beautiful, and I'm so happy for you to run out. There we go. I like that. The this is a good question. I I think it's interesting because it's like it's it's connecting the online world with the real world, and like the TikTok world. Yeah, the TikTok world where seven things you never do on a date. Like this person is like responding to it as if 
dates exist the way they're kind of shown on social media. Like, all you know, because she's saying, you're a stranger. I'm not happy about you trying to get in my personal business so fast. Like, she would never speak to someone like that. She wouldn't go, stranger. You know, like, it would be... She would just awkwardly avoid the topic. Yeah. And and also, I don't think someone is going on the date with you going, okay, do you want kids? Do you want do you want to move to the suburbs? Do you are are you fully tested? Have you been vaxxed? Let me you know, you know what I mean? Like it's not as neat black and and white and neat. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. A good date might get you this information. Yeah. Like I I think a good date that with a stranger can organically get you whether they want kids or not. And and I do think this is all about people saying, what do I want? What you know, and I think people's time is wasted when they have what they want ignored by the other person. Right. And also when they're I think it's a two way I think it's a two way thing. I think someone could waste your time by trying mm-hmm. to be I mean, that's sort of our concept of the the fuckboy, really the biggest crime of the fuckboy is that they're a time waster, right? Because yeah. in our definition, yeah, yeah. there's someone who's leading you to believe they want things that they don't want. Right. Absolutely. Which is wasting your time, which is the biggest crime of all, supposedly. (laughs) The clock is ticking. I got to get there. Right. But I think like it's up to the dater to be like also like if you're a dater and just also just a person in the world who's speaking to people naturally, like you should eventually you should be able to pick up on these kinds of things in a normal conversation that isn't an interview style do you want kids? When do you want to get married? Like all those things, like those things do naturally come up in the course of just talking about someone's life. Yeah. I, I, it, this question is so hilarious to me because this TikTok that they're referencing. So including asking someone about kids, marriage, are they in therapy? Even what their preferences are in the bedroom. I think these people who are so concerned with wasting time, a lot of times they're not asking themselves what they want. They want people giving them answers to their questions. Right. So it's like, the, like this person said, the, the, the nicest thing this person wrote was, my longest relationship was eight years. Still don't feel like that was a waste of time just because we didn't end up happily ever after. That's a healthy person who knows what they want. Right. Like if you get out of an eight-year relationship, you go, you know, that wasn't, and, you're, and you look at it as a waste of time, that is someone that didn't, give you what you needed and and when you look at it and you go well that was a learning experience and i enjoyed it and now i know what i want even more so than i did before okay well you're acknowledging that you're part of this too right and i think she like by saying like everyone seems to be obsessed with not wasting time it's kind of like i don't think that's the case i think it's more like people want People like we say, like owning your standards and trying to figure out if someone's on the same page as, as you or is willing to meet you there. So I don't think the idea of saying, um, you know, if it, of I don't think you, these are any topics to avoid. No, no, right? no, no, no. But I, I, I the the point I'm I, I'm trying to get at is that the people who claim don't waste my time are very are often people who don't want to look at themselves in the mirror and say what they want for fear that someone will dump them for what they want. 
Right. Well, that's the, those are the things that last much longer than they should last or the people yeah. who are just kind of like trying to not rock the boat because anything is better than being, than feeling lonely. Yeah. So then they go on a date, then they go on their next date and they go, you, if they're in therapy, then I'm good. You know, it's like, what? <laughs> like, right. I, I, you know, they're like, di- they're like nipping around the edges. They're like chomping around the edges of actually getting to what they want. So when you say like, are you in therapy? It's like, okay, well, that must mean this and must mean this and must mean this and must mean that I won't get fucked over in the future. And it's like, wow, you've really made a mathematical equation to like come to some conclusion instead of saying, hey, um, have you been in a long-term relationship? I want a long-term relationship. Yeah, which I don't think there's anything wrong with saying that though too. Not at all. Yeah. And I think that, but I think a lot of these are in, in place of, Hey, right. I want this. You need to find this out in order to, I don't, yeah, I agree. It's like finding out this stuff is also not going to save you time. I don't think like if you no. ask it in the way that the TikTok is presenting that you ask it in an interview style way. I want kids too. Like I, I, I want kids. I also want to have casual sex. Right. You know, both can right. be true. Well, so like, it, so uh, so, so you, you you know the the rule's been debunked, I guess. Like you know, like I, I you know the cr- the criminal is always ahead of the cr- you know the cops. You right. know what I mean? Well, I think these questions are probably helpful for someone who's like who doesn't know. You know what I mean? If they're if someone is looking for a long term relationship and they want to gauge and, and they would like the person they're dating to know that these questions again, I don't think they should be taken read verbatim on the date but i think there are things that are like okay like these are interesting things to ask about these might these things might tell you more about the person that you're seeing again if you can manage to to ask them in an organic way so i don't think there's anything wrong with the questions inherently totally but i I agree i I agree with what no that's you're totally right there's nothing wrong with the questions there's something wrong with getting the answers and then doing this like hypothesis based on the answers like You know, answers just can't be given. Like, we get this question a lot where it's like, uh, oh, they wrote on the dating app that they're looking for a relationship. They they checked that box. In the, so I thought they were looking for a relationship. It's like, no, you didn't want to hear answers to your own questions. You right. Know, You're trying to avoid pain by picking a... Uh, trying to get like a an algorithm-based thing that does... And that's not how it works. It's not how it works. Like, you know... I remember I would do this when I was younger. Like, you know, if they text me back, then I'm then I'm good. Then they like me. It's like, well, okay, I, I guess. I don't know. Like, that doesn't, you know, how about I text them and say, hey, let's go for a date, you know, and hear the answers to my questions. Right. And then I can judge them based on, like, how, how they're answering my questions as opposed to, like, trying to impress the person that I'm with. So I think that, like... The wasting time thing is like if you don't take it too seriously is a nice little guide. But I think this person's mm. getting offended by it. Also a bad sign. Yeah, that's a bad sign. I and 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 also looking at these things through like that like these dates are total interviews. <laughs> like it's mm-hmm. just not how it works. Like you can ask a good question. I, I listen, do you want kids is not the worst thing in the world to talk about on a first date. I don't think any of those topics are the worst things in the world to talk about on the first date. If brought up, again, if brought up correctly, and it's going to be messy. Like the the way you you get to these things are not like some clean, like again, like you're not sitting in an interview checking the boxes and then like (laughs) checking to see which ones they take off. But 
I think it's nice to go in with a sense of like when you're dating, if you've come out of something, how would what would I like in the future? What 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 would I like to know about this person that will help me find out if they're a good match for me? And those questions might not even be the questions that you care about. But I think it's yeah. okay to like have a sense of like what what would I like to find out about them? Who's their therapist? What's their number? I'm gonna call them. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> If you're like me and shudder at the thought of low-rise jeans and pluck-thin eyebrows making a comeback, you're a millennial. And if you're a millennial, it's time to add Clarence Multi-Active Cream to your daily routine. I have to tell you, I'm a huge Clarence fan. I've been using them for years. I love, love, love them. They are such high quality. They're like a legacy brand. My skin always looks better whenever I'm using Clarence products. And it's no different with the Clarence Multi-Active Cream. You've been adulting for a while, so the daily stress of just trying to keep your life together can cause stress aging. Yes, that's a thing. The good news, Europe's number one skincare line has a solution you can trust. Rooted in nature and innovated with science, Clarins has a long legacy of creating industry-first, plant-forward products. Using a skin charger complex made of 2% niacinamide and C. holly bio-extract, Clarins Multi-Active Cream has been clinically proven to target the first visible signs of aging by smoothing lines and wrinkles, refining pores, evening tone and texture, and strengthening the skin's moisture barrier. While Multi-Active Cream can't bring back the golden age of boy bands, it can de-stress your skin. Go to Clarins.com slash UUP and get Multi-Active Day and Night Cream for 10% off, a free welcome gift, plus free shipping on your first order. That's C-L-A-R-I-N-S dot com slash UUP with promo code UUP, Clarins.com slash UUP with promo code UUP. Let's do some awkward sex. You ready? I'm ready. UUP at Betches.com. Keep sending yours in. UUP at Betches.com. Hi, J&J. I felt nostalgic after hearing this past week's awkward sex story about fucking on a pool table. During my freshman year in high school, my boyfriend and I would always hook up in his parents' basement because they were way more cool about privacy. (laughs) So cool. Awesome parents. (laughs) My parents' basement had the small windows at the top of the basement walls, and my younger sister and her friends would spy on us. On a tangent, I did the same uh, once by spying on my little sister and her, and started giving her high school boyfriend head for a split second, second, and it was traumatizing. I don't know if she should say that out loud. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, pretty, you know, I'm pretty sure. I told my mom because she was younger than me and, and like 13 at the time. So, oops. I don't know if I would say that out loud either. That makes me yeah, uncomfortable. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah, you got It's got weird. Right? Anyways. my boyfriend and i were having a cuddly movie night and decided to get it on which in hindsight was not good sex but we were both virgins until we dated we were both completely naked when his dad opens the basement door which was thankfully not visible from the couch we were on and said eric i'm showing uncle kevin the basement updates they had a it's such a dad thing. Oh, my God. Yelling. They had a gym and a pool table in their basement because they were very wealthy. We had about 10 seconds to act on this. So Eric jumped up and ran into a storage closet room of the basement. Well, I just put a blanket over my naked body on the couch. My boyfriend awkwardly came out in a chicken suit costume after a minute later to greet his dad and his uncle. It was the cringiest sexual experience, but we ended up dating throughout the rest of our high school years, and I didn't get the sense of too much awkward tension from his parents afterwards. I'll let Maddie name this one if you read. Okay. Um, so the guy, like, at first I was like, did he leave her on the pool table? Like, he just he just, like, ran away? <laughs> Ta-ta, gotta go. <laughs> this was his diversion? Yeah, I, I guess... 
What, the, why the chicken suit? It was just because he was naked. I guess. Um, and that was the only thing that he had. But to me, like that would ask, that would raise a lot more questions. Right? I feel like I want, what I want, but the interesting thing to me is like, what did he say when he went out there in the chicken suit? Yeah. What I was his know. excuse yeah, what, for that? Yeah. What was the story he told? Yeah. <laughs> and where were you? That, yeah. Where you're under the blanket? Like, what was the role play going on? <laughs> Right. Hey, we're just trying on the chicken suit. That's what we were doing. It's high school. Ah, like I don't know. Yeah, I need more information on this one. We need but- less information about you watching your little sister give head, and more information <laughs> about the actual sexual awkward ca- encounter that you had. Yeah, I totally agree. I need more and less at the same time. <laughs> yeah, Maddie gave some good names: the cluck cluck fuck barnyard bang rooster role play i like those you have any jordana i call this one the chicken because he was a chicken because he ran away from her and he dressed up as a chicken i called it eric (laughs) 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 i just love the stern dad eric showing uncle coming down like the warning the yeah the because the dad knows like we all think parents are doofy idiots but the dad is doing a warning call like clean it up down there you know right i've got to show uncle bob the basement yeah we're trying to me there's another story from the other side where his parents are like we got to get these two kids off of each other i'll talk about uncle uncle kevin that's also a possibility (laughs) i like how like having a pool table is now like the mark of wealth on this podcast that is the only thing that you had a pool table that is you're set you, you know you've made it for life yeah no college debt you're on your way yes having a pool table that your kids can one day have sex on is is the ultimate dream <laughs> yeah this has taught me to not have a pool table like how many pool games i'd be playing where i'm like thinking of like young people just right? all over it yeah, yeah now yeah. that's all i'll be able to think about yeah Red flag or deal breaker. I guess there isn't really a red flag or deal breaker. Red flag or deal breaker, they run away from you and save themselves. That would be the deal breaker for me if he was like, oh, shit, my dad's here. Going to run and then left me naked on his pool table (laughs) to be discovered by his father and uncle. Whoop, got to go. Yeah. (laughs) I would be more more impressed if he ran out there naked and was like, go save yourself. Change. Sure. I'll be the distraction. Yes. I guess that's maybe what he was trying to do with the chicken thing, but I need more information on exactly the the logistics of how this went down. Yeah. Nothing gives me naked confidence like really nailing a tough workout. There's a real sense of power that comes from pushing your body to its limits and conquering it like a champ. But a very close second, Lumi Whole Body Deodorant. It's the game-changing whole body deodorant for those who love feeling confident from head to toe. And you up listeners can now receive a special offer. New customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code and link. Use code UUP at LumiDeodorant.com, L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Making sure that I smell good is like one of my top things to feel confident. If I'm scared that I might be like having an odor, that is going to totally throw off my confidence. So I love Lumi so I can feel confident that I'm smelling fresh every day. Lumi is seriously safe to use anywhere on your body. Yes, anywhere. It's baking soda free, paraben free, and pH balanced for safe use below the belt. Lumi is formulated and powered by mandelic acid to stop odor before it starts. More like a pre-odorant. It's clinically proven to block odor all day and control odor for up to 72 hours. Choose from a variety of bright scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, or toasted coconut. 
Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like mini body wash and deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special offer for our listeners, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code UUP for 15% off your first purchase at lumideodorant.com. That's code UUP at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince. Now I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I'm wearing a Quince sweater literally right now. They make the best cashmere sweaters and they're so well-priced. It's like, honestly, my dream store. I also have an amazing down comforter from them. They cut out the middleman and they really just give you these really, really high quality items that last a long time and that they're at an amazing price point. Quince has amazing items like premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash UUP for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash UUP to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash UUP. Let's, uh, let's do another email. You ready? Okay. Dear J&J, longtime listener and fan, I can't stop sharing your podcast because you both bring out such a helpful and fresh taste to dating in 2021. Well, thank you. Please come to L.A., to do a live show i'll jump right in maybe we will maybe <laughs> my boyfriend and i have been dating for almost two years for reference he's 27 i'm 26 in the first few months of dating he mentioned that he is an ex that still calls and texts him every three to four months to catch up it's kind of bothered me and i expressed that i thought it was odd but overall let it go because he said he had no interest in being with her he just wanted to stay civil and not act like an asshole by ignoring her Apparently, she doesn't have a lot of friends and family and just moved to our city when they met. They dated for less than six months, and it didn't seem that serious based on what he's told me about their relationship. They broke up about a year before him and I started dating because they just weren't a good match. Two different uh, people, his reasoning for their breakup. About six months ago, she called him when we were together and told him she was thinking about him and just wanted to catch up. I was pretty upset by this because we had been dating almost a year and a half at that point, and I felt like it was inappropriate to continue communicating with an ex just to catch up while being in a serious relationship with someone else. I explained I was upset that he clearly hadn't set that boundary with her, and she must feel like they are still good enough friends to keep calling him while she's while he's dating me. I expressed I felt like he kept communicating with her, so we had an option to get back with her if things between us ever ended. He assured me that he that that wasn't the case and said he would set the boundary. We didn't talk about it again. Last night, I was over at his place, and after being there for about an hour, he told me the ex had called him again right before I got there to see if he wanted to grab coffee because she was going to be by his apartment this weekend. I asked if they had communicated since the last call about six months ago, and he said he responded to an Instagram story she posted about a graduation and told her congrats, but that's been all. I asked what his response was to the coffee inquiry, and he said he was confused and quickly got off the phone but would text her and say he didn't think that was appropriate and he wasn't interested in getting coffee. I asked why he didn't just say that while he was on the phone with her, and he said he was caught off guard because they haven't talked since the last call nearly six months ago, and he was confused. 
Our conversation spiraled into an argument in which I told him he clearly hadn't set the boundary with his ex and I didn't understand why he's kept this relationship with her. He said he had set the boundary, but that he would stop talking to her if that's what I wanted. I don't want to tell him who we can't talk to, but I do think it's concerning he continues to entertain his ex. Am I crazy for thinking it's weird to keep catching up with an ex while being two years in a relationship with someone else? I'm aware this is coming from my own insecurities and jealousy from being with untrustworthy partners in the past. I've tried to determine what should actually be a concern and what I might be overreacting or hypersensitive to due to my own issues. I don't think my reaction was perfect and I'm sure I got more upset than I should have because he said he wasn't planning on meeting up with her, but the relationship still bothers me. So my questions are these, is it appropriate to continue to check in with your ex while they are still in another relationship? Am I overreacting by being upset his ex still calls to check in on him? How can I better explain why this upsets me? Any and all insight is graciously welcome. Thanks for all you do for us clueless daters from Boundaries Batch. Well, I appreciate the email. Um, we're all clueless daters, I would say. Yes. And, and, and to me, the answer to this is about being clueless. Like, I, it's interesting to me that she immediately goes, you're keeping this as an option so that you can get with someone else. Like, that is so far down the road. And like, listen, I'm not to, that isn't to say that that doesn't happen. Uh, that might be happening here, but that's not my assumption here. I, I mean, like if you're first, I feel like we've said that that's a possibility. No, for why guys continue to speak like speaking to other women in their lives. Totally, no. it, it's definitely a possibility. But like in this scenario, um, where he says, "I don't want to be an asshole," like I do understand that. Where you're like, and I, I, you know, I. I, I know I'm taking the side of someone who's like keeping up with an ex. So like, we're never going to like see his side. I can see how this has gotten away from him where right. I, I, I do see how like, you, you know, one thing begets the next. So I do understand where you, you're in this thing that wasn't really a thing and it didn't really have an ending. And then you get serious with someone else, the next person you get serious with. Right. And then you know, you do have you have no hard feelings of this last person that you kind of sort of dated and they check in with you and you're just nice enough. And while you're just nice enough, you're also getting serious with someone new, but you don't really say it to the person that you never really got serious with because it feels like it's so harsh. Like twisting the on, knife for no reason. It's twisting the knife and it's also like, I don't know why you and I didn't work out and I don't know why this this person and I are getting very serious. Okay. Right. Yeah. You know? No, I get and that. Yeah. So you're like, why is this one getting serious and you never did, but I've always been nice enough with you and didn't really care enough to make that serious. And that sounds personal, but it's really not personal. So now I just stay nice enough to this person because I have no reason to be mean. We never really had a, like a breakup, you know, like I, she, you know, she's calling her an ex, but I'm saying that he never really even sees it that way. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. So I mean, I, you explaining that is helpful. I think for, right? for me understanding it and probably for her and anyone else, I think understanding that it just seems like you're not like the way you explain it. It seems very innocent. I And listen, it can run. There's a spectrum. There's, it's very innocent or it's very 
he's, devious. He's looking, <laughs> devious. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but I think both need to be taken into account. Like, yes, he could be keeping her as an option so that when you break up, you guys, he can get back together with her and they can live happy ever after. But I'm also like, why would he date you right. to also, also keep this other person around? I think it's more like, I don't want to be a dick to this person that I have no reason to be a dick to. Even when he says in the email. Why would he tell also, her? He told her, right? Like he proactively told her that she called. He told her she called. And, he, and that's why I don't think like he see. And I do agree with the emailer. Boundaries do need to be set. But I think it's got. I'm looking at. I'm being very empathetic to this guy because I've been this guy where you go. Yeah, I'll set a boundary. But I don't know. I, I don't want to have to like. It's a fight I don't have to have, but now I have to have it. Right. He just kind of wants to like not go to coffee with her and hope she just stops asking. Yes. Right. <laughs> yes. And doesn't think he's a dick. Yeah. Which you I know? get. I think that makes sense to me. And I think like he almost hasn't gotten a chance to like, and she's like, well, why didn't you just tell her no on the phone? And he's like, cause like I fucking I, like chickened out. Like I just didn't <laughs> want to do that. Like I get, yes. I total. I understand what you're saying, and I think when you explain it, it actually makes a lot of sense. Um, however, on her end, it could be like it seems low lift, and it seems like it's kind of like, oh, it would just make me feel better if I didn't feel like you were still talking to your the the because in your head, I feel like again, there's always this moment when you're in a relationship and you're getting pissed off about something where you're like, there's two people on your shoulders, and one's like, it's not a big deal, like you know he's into you and like he's like he mm. told you about it and like they, he just like they haven't they don't see each other it's like once everyone and the other side it's like no like he's you're been dating your boyfriend for two years and he's talking to his ex-girlfriend like fuck him like you've got to like <laughs> yeah. you know what i mean like there's like i i could see why she feels like i don't want to be like a lunatic who's like controlling and doing this thing but it's actually also kind of annoying and i just wish he would do it so i wouldn't have to stop thinking about it yeah i i i you're right. And she's right. Like I, I and I do understand those two people, you know, the the devil and the angel thing. Because it is and there is a point where I mean, I remember being in a relationship and having this talk. Like, why do you have to text them? Why do you right. have to text this person back? And I'm like, I don't know. I I'm being nice. I don't you know, like I don't uh, I I, you know, and having no good answer, but then also understanding like, yeah, when does life move on from these people that you don't really have a relationship with? Like, I think everyone right now, whether it's dating or not, everyone's texting with someone they really don't need to be texting with. Right. Like everyone's texting, keeping up a, a friendship that's not really a friendship. You know, you're, you know, this person for years and you haven't even like there's someone you're texting with that you haven't seen in a hilarious amount of time for the amount you text with them and you don't yeah. even want to see them. Right. So I guess, but it's like, and those most scenarios are not in a lot of these scenarios. It doesn't really affect anyone else. She's saying yeah. you do this thing. It bothers me. I like, I just, it's almost like again and i see her point in the sense it's like it's almost more like the fact that you won't do it is more mm. of a sign is like a more of an annoying sign to me than the fact that it's happening it's like yeah. not almost it doesn't almost matter that it's happening it's more like why won't you just not be texting this well, person that's why my biggest piece of advice is don't make this about him trying to fuck her <laughs> like i i don't think that 
keeps us on task. Yeah. Like, like when I read that part, like to me, she gets away with it where you're keeping her around as an option. Like, listen, if that's the truth, then you're dealing with a, a liar and an asshole. And like, there's nothing you can do to protect yourself from being lied to. You can always be lied to. But if you stay in the pocket of what you just said, where it's like, hey, you're not doing anything about this. It makes me feel like less than it makes me feel like you're making time for someone that you don't really need to be right. making time for. I have to wonder why you you need to keep up with this. And, and also the biggest part of this email that I would be upset if I was her, he's responding with congratulations. Do you want a relationship with this person or not? Well, what? he he responded to her Instagram story. Her with Instagram congratu- story. Oh, Yeah. I wasn't sure. I didn't, I wasn't sure when I'm reading that. I asked if like, they who? communicated. I asked if they communicated since the last call about six months ago, and he said he responded to an Instagram story she posted about graduation and told her congrats. But that's been all. Yeah, like, he's like being proactive about maintaining this contact. In that case, that's annoying because I I listen. Why do and and I don't think he thought about it then. But I would if I were her, I'd be like, why do you need to say congratulations to this person? Are you going to right. plan on hanging with them again? Is your what you know as far as like a person in your life? Where do you see them as a person in your life? And he probably hasn't even thought about thought about that. He could go, well, I don't see her in my life at all. So okay, so maybe this is the first moment that you kind of. I think there's like, I really do believe like there's like we're we're talking to so many people right now, and it's a little bit of a drug addict behavior. Yeah, but like, he's he's got a relationship. He doesn't need to be the addict, really. No, I know, but yeah. he. But I'm saying he doesn't like he's messaging congratulations, like for what? Right. You what's know? the point like, of that? I, I, what's the right. point of that? Yeah. And I don't think he would have a good answer for that. Well, that's the thing about also like the, how easy it is to communicate these days. It's like, do you know what I mean? Like 50 years ago, it's like you want you'd send your letter, your ex, a letter saying congratulations on the graduation. <laughs> like now, it's just literally like a response. It's almost like a, it feels like an impulse thing. It does mean a lot <coughs> less, but it still feels personal. Probably feels uh, well, personal to thing. her too. That she's like, oh, he wants to continue talking to me. And both people have to adjust, you know. She has to realize that it's really easy to say congratulations to just anybody. There are people I follow on Instagram. I'll give you an example. Ready? Ready. I match with a woman on Raya. And then on Raya, they give you the Instagram handle. Okay. So I get a DM. Hey, you know, we match on Raya. We had like a short conversation. She then DMs me. Hey, I thought this might be easier for us to talk. So I'm like, I'm okay with that. Like, and I respond to her. Oh, nice. You know, whatever, whatever. And then she, it was like her birthday three days later. <laughs> so, so now, what did you guys do? Well, we went out. We got drinks. Um, we, I got her a gift. Um, no, but when I saw it was her birthday, I'm like now following the stories because like we've connected in this weird way. And I was like, do I say happy birthday? And because right. we did have this talk, we are talking because we met on a dating app. So there is a understated attraction there that we may go on a date one day. And I wrote to her story, happy birthday. Right. But and, here's and, the... And, but I'm just saying, yeah. I wouldn't it's have easy. done that. I you it's wouldn't have it's texted just there. Her happy birthday. It's not like I care right. about her fucking birthday. I don't even know this fucking yeah. person. 
Right. But that's the thing. That's the difference, though. I think like you can do that kind of thing in your situation with him. The stakes of that are higher. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Like everything that you do to make a relationship more serious makes the stakes of responding to someone's Instagram story with happy birthday or happy graduation higher. Once you have kids, like I could see in her head, it's like, what are we going to like get married and have kids? And he's like responding to his ex-girlfriend, have happy graduation. And like, they're talking every few months. It's like, when does it, (laughs) when does it, there is a sense of like, when does it end? Do I have to be the one to facilitate this ending? And then now I'm the control freak. Who's like, checking is making it like what what did you well how did you phrase the texting to her to tell her that you're no longer it's like you don't want to be that person either i would say but that's the question i would ask him i think that puts him in a position that's different than oh this is an option you're just leaving open to fuck later like he can listen (laughs) reasonably defend that right (laughs) yeah he can reasonably defend that he can't reasonably defend like like if if he if you just said why where does this go what's the point of this he would go I, I, I like um I don't and he'd he'd fumble around an answer and then you say to him hey I don't care that you have friends that are female I don't care that you have other friends but it's the fact that this person keeps popping up in a way that I don't know how they become a part of our lives anytime soon if our lives are going to become more and more right I think that's a great way to put it because then it makes it about, again, you and what you're doing, not about him and his intentions. And it's about like you and, and how this impacts your life. Yeah. And he can re- he can refollow her the minute you guys break up and make her an option then too. Like the idea that like right. he has to keep this. I don't know. I, I think they're, I think he has to get himself off the, the you know, the, 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 the dopamine drip that this person well, yeah, it's awkward. nice to feel like someone's I think even if you're not looking to like get back with someone or have sex with them as soon as your breakup ends, it's still it still feels kind of nice to have someone who's clearly like wants to give you a little attention. And maybe that's something he doesn't want to admit to himself either. Yeah, I don't I don't even think he realizes that. Like, I think it's way more innocent, but that's me giving a lot. Well, of she's it. asking him to confront that. So I think yeah. that this is the time, right? Even if he's not thinking about it, like she's asking him to think about it and make yes. a choice based on that. So now it is time. Yeah. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There's no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. So it's no big deal if you lose a button, spill something, or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X, as well as petite and maternity. Get fast free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in Newly's state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. And you always have the option to buy what you love. For sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code UUP20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's. And enter the code UUP20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, newly with two U's, with code UUP20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? 
Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Let's play some games. You ready? Let's do it. UUP at Betches.com. Keep sending these in. We love a red flag deal breaker. Ready? Ready. J&J, thanks for always keeping me entertained and educated with your stories and advice. I have a red flag or deal breaker from a previous relationship that I thought I'd share with you. I'll get right to it. My ex-boyfriend refused to take his shirt off. Ooh, a never nude. (laughs) (laughs) We had... Okay, refuse to take his shirt off. I can count on one hand the number of times he took his shirt off in front of me over the course of our two-plus-year relationship. This includes during sex. I would ask him to take it off or try to take it off for him. (laughs) He's just imagining them struggling with the shirt where he's like, leave it on. Yeah, right? like Like a toddler, but he never wanted to. He wasn't even a big guy. Not that it would matter if he was, but I know he was insecure. Yeah, you think? I empathize with that, but sex just isn't the same when you're only half naked. I don't know. I don't think I realized how bad this was for me until the relationship, until I left the relationship. But it would be a deal breaker for me now. Let me know what you think. Thanks. No more Winnie the Pooh. What do you Um, think? I feel bad for this guy. I do too. Yeah, I think it's kind of like you have to assess your own thing. If this is a turnoff for you, if like having sex with someone who feels really sexually con- uh, confident is like something that is really important to you, then yeah, it's a, I guess it would be a deal breaker. And obviously, like a lot of co- confidence goes very hand in hand with sex. So I can see feeling that way. But I would also feel feel for him and try to like help him feel more confident before just going right to rip off the shirt. Uh, yeah uh, take it off take it off like (laughs) i'm having like flashbacks to going into like dressing rooms with my mom like why isn't it fit doesn't it fit yeah like her asking me (laughs) questions i have no answers to and that doesn't make you like want like feel more confident but you two fighting at the sides of his shirt to get it off of him yeah i uh i feel for the guy too there's something up um i mean for me it would be a deal breaker like if I'm yeah. dating someone, I, I, I'm. But to me, it would also start at like how you present it. Hey, is is there something I can do differently? Is there? Can we? Is right, there they would have to want to talk, talk about. about it. Yeah, and you and you try and press a little bit, especially if you're in a relationship. You're like, oh, you, is you know, I I don't think it would be like the most insensitive thing in the world to be like, hey, I I just want to know like if I can do something different. You never take your shirt off, like I. 
is there a, a problem I can help with? Because I'm here for you. You know, I think there's a way to talk about it. Right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think it would depend on like how willing they were to talk about it. If it again, how much it meant to you, how much it meant to them. I don't think it would automatically be a deal breaker for me. Well, can I ask the question a different way? Let's say you were dating someone and there was a part of their body that they just like never showed even when you went out. Like let's say they were like they never wore a bikini. Would that mm. be a deal breaker? They just didn't like that area of themselves. So they would, would they wear a bathing suit ever? They wear a bathing suit, but they, they won't wear a bikini. Bikini wouldn't... I mean, that's not something... The one piece is hot to me, I have to say. Um, right, or they have a certain area of their body. They, they don't wear tank tops, let's say. Like, there's something they won't wear. Like, well, is this Or soup, they wear all black all the time. Yeah. You know, like something like that. I, I None of that would be a deal breaker for me, but I would like... I don't know, like... Um, it wouldn't be a. It's hard to say that it was a deal breaker because, but I would, I would want to like, if they couldn't talk about it at all. Like, if I was dating someone who was like, just no, I just don't, I just don't, I just don't. I'd be like, right. oh, okay, something is. I don't think I'm gonna be the one to fix this. Or yeah, especially like when out. you're in a relationship. I think that's really like the thing is more like them just being sort of knowing themselves, even if it's something that they're kind of like. This is something I kind of struggle with. I really just don't like this. And like, I like just them having a sense of themselves and understanding them. And I don't think it's like, oh, you have to be so confident in all your body parts all the time. It's more just like the way their attitude about it and what their journey is like with it. Yeah. You got to just like be let in a little bit. Like, I think being held on the outside of someone's insecurities, like you're not, you don't even know the person. Like I have plenty of insecurities. I talk about them all the time. And it's like, it's, um, you know, I, I make jokes about them to try and, like, connect with someone. Yeah, we all have insecurities. It's about the yeah. way you present them and how how aware you are of them and how, like, easily triggered you are by them, I think. Yeah, yes. but I don't think I'm hanging with Daffy Duck. <laughs> I... <laughs> oh, she calls him Winnie the Pooh. Okay. Uh, J&J, love the pod. Been listening for years and have, been, and have seen Jared do stand-up in Buffalo and Syracuse. And congrats, Jared, on her... Jordana on her wedding. I got married in August. I have a red flag or deal breaker submission for consideration. One, red flag or deal breaker. They show up to the first date with a big stain on their sweatshirt and make you pay per chicken wing. Background. I live in <laughs> Buffalo, and of course, wings are a pretty big deal here. Match with this guy on Bumble, and he suggested a chill Sunday date at Duff's where, where we can wear sweats and eat wings. I've been to <laughs> Duff's in Buffalo. It is great. Love that place. It's great. And what a what a what a what a sweetheart this guy. Where this guy sweats. is like, I am not fucking putting on pants for this date, so she better no. like this stuff's suggestion. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we do in Buffalo. I like the laid backness <laughs> of the date, but he took it too far. He showed up looking disheveled, unshowered, and with a large dark stain on his zip up. Not wanting to leave <laughs> immediately, I stuck it out and we had a nice enough conversation as he had a good sense of humor. But when the bill came, he counted each wing I ate and made me pay per wing. Oh. <laughs> oh, wow. He physically touched 25 each... cent wing tonight. <laughs> like, it was in the bar. <laughs> oh, my God. This is gross. He physically touched each wing carcass I ate, calculated the price per wing, and made me pay per wing. Yikes. He also even mentioned, well, you had more fries than I did, so maybe we should split that 60-40. There was no second date. Wow. Hey, this is, I mean... This is, 
you know, 10 cent wing night and like the bar, like figuring out what you had. So many, this is kind of just like, if I figure literally like if I could picture like scrub Mm. in my (laughs) head, it's like suggest a date where you do sweatpants shows up like disheveled and looking shitty and then pays per item that you ordered. It's also disgusting. (laughs) The definition of scrub in the dictionary is a picture of this. I mean, it's also like for me, like even reading this, it feels like it's like a a not sunny day in Buffalo. Like I could see the day that this was. This guy just wants to get some wings. Just wanted some wings. He's in his sweats. I want to. I wonder what he tells people. Like, what's his story? I mean, would you even like calculate the menu like that if you went out with a friend? No, it just seems so. It's <laughs> like throw cards in the middle. Let's get this fucking over right. with. Well, let me count how many. Is that a second <laughs> wing or just a badly chewed off first? Yeah. Wing? I'm not sure. Is that a flat or is that a a drum? This would, would be worth many, it for the story. I think. Yeah, I I agree. Let's, right, do, one let's more. do one more. Okay. Hey, J&J. Longtime listener. Love you both. I moved to the Midwest for grad school. Recently started swiping on the apps again. I matched with a guy, had a great first date over drinks, and wanted to see him again. We started planning our next date, and he asked if I like Italian food. Skeptical at first because I usually don't like to do dinner for a second date, uh, but also kind of turned on because there's this one amazing, fancy Italian restaurant in a town full of otherwise pretty shitty restaurants. So I hedged my bets and said yes. He goes, great. Let's go to the original Cottage Inn. They have the best Italian food I've ever had. After I realized he was serious, I reconsidered everything and can't help but feel a little judgy. Some context. There are like 16 Cottage Inns in this town and about one in every gas station (laughs) exit on the highway. It's a super, super casual pizza place like a sit-down Domino's. And also, to be fair, I grew up in NYC. My family owns an Italian restaurant, so I might be extra biased here. But seriously, the Cottage Inn, I all, and also the emphasis on it being the original cracks me up. So Red Flag or Deal Breaker, they take you to a tacky chain restaurant for a second date. Or actually, they take you to a tacky chain restaurant for a second date while claiming it's the best food in town. Sincerely, do you want fries with that? Wow, what do you um, think, Jordana? I mean, she sounds a little snotty, I have to say. A little bit. <laughs> a little bit. I mean, but that's that's fine, you know, like we discuss that. But I here's the thing. There's a way to approach this that's like, I'm from New York City, I'm in grad school for in the Midwest, and like I understand that not everyone has the same access to all mm. the fancy fucking restaurants in New York City with the long waits and the resi reservations, whatever. I think there's a difference between saying like, Okay, I understand that and I'm and like maybe judging it but also understanding she's like total she I think she seems like so out of touch in this email cuz she's like who yeah. could possibly think it's like you're in his neighborhood. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You're, like you're out of town. Yeah. Like you're the one coming in and like pretending that you like like shocked that and like insulted that someone <laughs> thinks that what good, good Italian food to them is not good Italian food to you. But like you have no like you're in there. You walked into onto their turf and are expecting them to know to be as fancy as you are. I think it's like unreasonable on her end. I am on their website now and there you can order online, which not you a order very online date. from Carbone. OK, good to know. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, 
I agree. I think the they do have Buffalo Ranch, new homemade Buffalo Ranch. But I, I, I will say, you are right. Where it's like you're on an away game. You are. You have to be nice to the people having you there. You know what I mean? Like his right. version of things is so different than your version of things. You know. Totally. And I mean, I'm on the website too now. And honestly, like the outside <laughs> looks normal. It's like a little yeah. bit. Do you know like, what I mean? Split like, a calzone. It, it's not, a, it doesn't look like a pizza place. There's a more, they have a spicy, they have a vegan spicy Mediterranean um, salad. Okay. That's like, good. <laughs> I don't know. I just think it's a little like you coming into that, you know what I mean? You going to the Midwest. I'm from New York. Everything I, I do and I like is like much more upscale and better than you. And like, it's one it's thing to think. It's also the owning yeah. the Italian restaurant. It's the family owning yes. the Italian restaurant. And, and, you know, Italian people and they're like, they're known as Sunday sauce are a huge deal to them. And no one ever has it as good as we do it. And yeah, right. it's a little bit of a. Yeah. I think I, I, I think if you're a lifetime New Yorker and they take you to and you're both and you're meeting for a date in the West Village and they take you to Sparrow, that's a different mm. story. <laughs> but like, well, also she got ahead of herself. She goes, "We started planning our next date." He asked if I like Italian food. Skeptical at first because I usually don't like to do dinner for a second date, but I also kind of turned on because there's this one amazing fancy Italian restaurant. It's like you got too ahead of yourself. You yeah. set up an expectation that he could never really, second day. What do you think? He's taking you to the fancy Italian place? No, you're going to the cottage inn. Yes, your you're second day. You're getting drinks. Second this is your birthday spot. Yeah. <laughs> like you you created a scenario where you could only be let down. That's the problem. I agree. I think that this while it might be I while it's okay if it's like a red flag or a deal breaker to her, I think that she you could still but you could still have your standards and be more down to earth. Totally. It's okay. Listen, we <laughs> solved dating. We solved dating again, Jordana. We did it. I'm so proud of us. A new year, new us, same pod. Please, everyone, go share. Let people know. Send in your emails, UUP at Betches.com, and uh, we'll be back on Sunday. Bye. You Up is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Maddie Paul. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at You Up Pod on Instagram and Twitter. And send us your emails to youup at betches.com. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back, bringing us another scandalous and sexy season. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. In season three, longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy odds and expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Betches.